right, guys. So um, I just want to share a couple things. Um, I'm going to send you notes on this too. Um, I personally feel like we just start with music. Let me go into teaching like I normally would. And then um, I'll show you how I'm going to explain something at the end of the first teaching that I think will set up the morning a little bit different and guide people through it. Uh, in any case, um, worship, thinking a couple songs to start. Um, the teaching of the first section, I'm going to do Psalm 23. So in Psalm 23, um, we see David, uh, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Going through some different things in that psalm, here's the three takeaways that I have. And so I'm going to read through the psalm and then talk about three things that I want you to see. One, David is thankful for God's provision. David is thankful for God's presence. And then lastly, David is thankful for God's direction. And so I'm going to explain those. I'm going to do it briefly. I don't have notes on that because I didn't transcribe that part. But then out of that, here's where I want to go. Here's how this morning service is different than the rest. We want to give you the opportunity to immediately apply what you're learning about prayer. So here's what I'd like you to do in the next few minutes as some music plays. Grab a few yellow post-it notes from your table and begin to write down things that you're thankful for. It could be God's provision. It could be his presence. It's going to be where he's, it could be where he's directed you in life. Just take a few minutes to reflect and be thankful. And as you do that, if you think of an area of life where you need, where you continue to need God's direction, then write that down too. And when you're done, I'm going to ask that you would bring your stack of post-it notes up here to the board, stick them to it, and then you have two options. You can return to your table, take a minute to reflect and pray a thankful prayer. Or if you'd like somebody to pray with you and for you, we have two tables specifically set up for that. Kim and Savannah are over here on my left for the ladies, and Steve and I are going to be over here on the right for the guys. Now, if you're married and you'd like to pray as a couple, simply pick either table because regardless of which one you pick, you're going to experience somebody that wants to listen and understand your prayer request as well um, as help you as well as help you take it to God as they pray with you. And leveraging these prayer teams isn't about weakness or an inability to pray. It's about praying in community because we believe that we have strength in numbers and scripture teaches that when we pray together, it's powerful. So as the music plays, take a few moments to reflect and be thankful. Write it down, post it up so we can celebrate with you and then pray by yourself, with your spouse or a friend or with one of our prayer teams. Take a few minutes and reflect. And the music's going to go. Francis has one song that he's going to do. I'm going to have instructions on the screen that tell people what to do. Um, if you have thoughts on that, let me know. And that'll be it for section one. Coming out of that, here's where I'm going to go. Hopefully you've had a few minutes to reflect and be thankful. Regardless of what else happens this morning, choosing to be thankful recalibrates our hearts and our minds to focus on a powerful God instead of a stressful situation. If you decide to pray with somebody, I want you to know the Bible that you're already following what the Bible teaches us. James, the brother of Jesus wrote these words, is anyone in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call on the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, then they'll be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Because the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are, but he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it didn't rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. 
See, as we as we prepare for our next time of prayer, I want you to begin thinking about areas of your life that you think need healing. Maybe it's a relationship that's fallen apart or your emotions that have been a wreck. Or maybe you or someone you know is in need of some physical healing. Maybe you need healing in a relationship with God because you come, you came in this morning full of doubt and frustration with the God of the universe. And whatever you come up with, wherever you need healing, I want to encourage you to grab the blue post-it notes on your table and begin to write down those requests. But I don't want you to stop there. Because James gave us an instruction when it comes to praying for healing. He tells us, confess our sins to one another so that you may be healed. It's not about judgment. It's about freedom. So as you think through the things where you need healing, I also want you to think about the things you need to confess. This could be stuff that other people know about. It could be sin that you've hidden. It may be something that you're working on or a struggle you've just been avoiding. Whatever it is, I want to encourage you to write it down on one of the blue post-it notes and put it up here on the board. And you might be thinking, I can't write this down because I should be in jail for what I did. Well, don't put your name on it. We're not going to know who it is. We're simply going to pray for it. And you might be thinking, how important is this whole confession thing? Well, according to James, it's the first step on a path towards healing. The band is going to go, the band is going to be playing. Um, the band is going to play. So take a few minutes, reflect, write, post, and pray. And we'll go into the second special song. I feel like I can expand on those verses and explain them a little bit more. Um, if you guys have thoughts on that, let me know. It feels a little bit quick right now, but I'm sure I'll expand it. Um, and then section three, here's, here's where I want to go. As we wrap things up this morning, I want you to begin thinking of the people in your life that you know need Jesus and a community of people committed to following him. Maybe it's a coworker or your kids or a friend. Um, you or a friend that you've, um, a friend you have that even as soon as I mentioned it, you had them on your mind. I want you to grab a green post-it note and write their name down. Uh, and then I want you to take time this week and actually invite them to Christmas. I found this fascinating. I heard these stats this week. Um, Pew Research Organization found that 87% of people with no religion celebrate Christmas. Three quarters of Um, Nearly 75% of Asian American Buddhists celebrate Christmas and 73% of Hindus celebrate Christmas. Not only do we celebrate Christmas, nearly everybody believes the the key parts of Christmas. 81% of Americans believe that a baby was laid in a manger. 75% believe that wise men were guided by a star, brought gifts of gold to him. 74% believe that angels announced the birth of Jesus, and 73%, 73% of people say that Jesus was born of a virgin. Born of a virgin. 73% of America believes that. I know that's not what the media says, but it's true about what our people actually believe. So here's what's true about your friends. Most of them believe that there was a baby who was laid in a manger. Most of them believe... That he was guided, but some wise men were guided by a star to bring him gifts. Most of them believe that angels announced the birth, and most of them believe that he was born of a virgin. I think there's just something about this time of year that people believe in the transcendent. They believe something happened. They believe God's stories. God's story is true. Hang on a second, because I'm looking for something. I I got this. 
data from Pew Research off of Carl's thing, and I'm not, I want to use that data, but um, here's where I want to go with it. And here's the thing, I think some of us have friends and family and co-workers in mind, and we make some assumptions about them. So I want to ask you, who are you assuming knows Jesus that may not? Maybe you're assuming they don't want to come because you told them before. Maybe you're assuming um, because you've invited them and they haven't shown up that they just don't want to be a part of it. Maybe you're assuming by the way that they talk that they don't want hope today. Maybe you're assuming that they aren't interested in Jesus because maybe you're assuming everybody's already heard about Jesus and the reality is they haven't. Maybe you're assuming nobody will come and see with me, but the reality is I believe they will if you'll go ask them because what what the data says about our country is that while we don't necessarily have a relationship with Jesus, we do believe at this time of year that he existed, he was born, he was born of a virgin. And what we're going to teach next week is that hope has arrived. And I want to encourage you to go out and invite your friends. But some of you are nervous about it. Some of you are like, I've tried and I just feel like I'm powerless. Like my words aren't going anywhere. So here's what I want to, here's what I want you to know. That Jesus, before he left, had a conversation with his disciples. He said to them, just as the father sent me, I am sending you. And then it says, so receive the Holy Spirit. And you go, well, how big of a deal is this whole Holy Spirit thing? Well, two scientists a couple hundred years ago were creating something and it caused an explosion that was different than what they expected. And one of them called a friend of his. He said, what is the Greek word for power? What I've just made, I need to describe with the word power. And the guy looked it up and he called him back and he said, the Greek word for power is dynamos. It's the word that we get dynamite from. It's the root of our word dynamite. But the reality is the word dynamos in the Greek is the very word that's used to describe the Holy Spirit. And when we look in the beginning of the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit comes on the people, what we see is a great move of power because God is now living in them and through them and his power is evident. The biggest evidence of the Holy Spirit was his power. And so this morning, as you write down names of friends that you have and family that you have and coworkers that you have, here's what I want you to know. In addition to praying for those people in just a few minutes, we're also going to pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would be upon us this week as we go share, because the reality is we've done it in our power and it hasn't been enough. In this moment, we need some supernatural power to do something much greater than we can understand. And I want to look back at this week. After your friends come next week, after you see people meet Jesus, after you experience the power of God, I want to look back kind of like a superhero who's just finding out that he's a superhero looks down at his hands. Like he does something amazing and then he just kind of like looks down after stopping a moving bus and goes, how the heck did I do that? And somebody pulls him aside and goes, you're one of us. Let me start to explain this. I want to be able to have that conversation with you. 
Um, that analogy that I just used with the superhero, I want to use because I think it'd be good. But let me know what you guys think. That's 12 minutes. I probably need to get to about 20. Um, so I know there's places I can expand. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you so much for what you guys do. Um, it's unbelievably helpful. People view it as worth it. The service is going to be amazing because of the time you guys are going to put in. Thank you so much.